Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? It's your boy David with Blackwell Renaissance, and I'm here today to tell you guys about Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the best place to make a podcast. Anchor is a free app that has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone. Anchor also distributes your podcast across all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. You can also make money on your podcast with Anchor with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you're looking to get started on your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Welcome to the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast, the podcast dedicated to normalizing black wealth and sharing helpful tools and resources that we believe will be useful for attaining and maintaining generational wealth. I am your host, David Bellard. What's good, everybody? Welcome, welcome to episode seven of the Black Wealth Renaissance Podcast. Jared Kelly, what's good with y'all boys, man? What's good, man? What's good? Good, y'all. How y'all doing? I'm with it. What's good? What y'all boys been up to this weekend, man? Enjoying the family time, man. You know, it's Easter weekend's family time. Man, missing my family. <laughs> I'm still up here in school, trying to get a job. But uh, yeah, I miss my family, man. Easter weekend. I think this might be the first Easter weekend I ever missed. Dang. Man, so stop stressing about that job. It's already written, my brother. You right. I you got it. It's going to happen. It might not be where you want it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, at this point, I accepted that already. Things, hey, they just don't happen how they happen. True. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jalen, what about you, my brother? How you been, man? Man, been good, man. I was just kicking my tail today, but other than that, been good. I feel you. Eating some crawfish, getting all full. Man, I don't know how y'all do all that work to eat them crawfish, son. It's, it's too much. It's I'm working. craving crawfish. <laughs> I want something so bad. Dang, son. 
It's not too good. The food up there ain't too good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just say I've been hungry for about four months to five months now. <laughs> That's hard, bro. Want some of that good old down south home cooking? Man, <laughs> I seen some greens in the can the other day in the grocery store. I almost cried. Damn, bro. That's hard. Hey, man, it's rough out here. See that. All right, all right. So we're gonna move into like a little segment we kinda wanna start into. Uh call like what's on our timeline. Just kinda see what y'all been seeing on social media that's kinda like stood out to you as been impactful and stuff. Oh, uh, one thing I saw that was pretty cool the other day, um, somebody had compiled a list of like uh a lot of artists that they were saying we need to give their flowers while they're alive. Because, you know, um, since the whole Nipsey thing, a lot of people, where Nipsey's passing, I should say, a lot of people have been, you know, more talking about entrepreneurial things, and ownership, because that's a lot of the stuff that he preached. But he's not the only one, you know what I'm saying? So they were saying, like, Rick Ross, Slim Thug, you know, uh, Master P. A lot of rappers that are already, like, popular out there have similar or the same message, and we need to start, like, appreciating those people and giving them their flowers while they're alive. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty yeah. dope. It's definitely. Killer Mike and uh Killer Mike too. Yeah, man. Can't forget Killer Mike. Uh, uh David Banner. Yeah, David Banner. Can't forget yeah. David. I know that was one of the two guys in the picture. Uh it's a lot though, man. Yeah, it really is. Like it's the kind of like that other one. That's like there's a Nipsey in your hood that you're not supporting right now. Like, that's another one that's is true. Like, whether we want to acknowledge it or not. One of the reasons Nipsey has so much effect on a lot of people is because he was famous. And that's just like, that's the red, the fact of the matter. But there's somebody who isn't famous that's probably trying to do that in your hood right now. But you don't want to get him the support. Yeah. They also got to prove themselves. Don't get me wrong, but like, that's still, they still need that support. Right, right. Definitely. I know y'all got y'all got something else going on. Y'all got a deal going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually we, we just got off the phone with the guy. We uh after we done with the podcast, we going me and Jalen are gonna go to the house we had told y'all we got in the contract. Uh, we got a seller interested. I mean a buyer. Interested. He's interested. Dude, I worked with last weekend through my job, so it's just like cool. He's into all the same type of stuff, and he he kind of he's motivated so. Y'all pray for us. Hopefully this goes well. Next week, good news, hopefully. Yeah. Might be that first wholesale deal coming Might be up. That first deal. We've been hurting. <laughs> <laughs> uh the only thing I've seen on my timeline, I did want to talk about two things was the uh the Chris Williams about him getting uh, the first he's the youngest uh African American to own a franchise, I think a subway franchise out in Atlanta. They wanna talk about him and then I did want to talk about like how Beyonce flipped the bag, you know. Yeah, uh, that, that was a good one. I right? do want to talk about that how how normal people, get, you know, they get paid maybe three million to do a show at Coachella or so, or just something similar to that. But she flipped it and now she made it a documentary series and also come also coming out with an album with it. So yeah. that, I mean that's a whole bag yeah, in that, itself. That thing in the equity, son. Exactly. Yeah, equity position. Goddamn Beyonce. <laughs> that's the big thing with ownership ownership is about equity it's a mindset you just want the equity right right and kind of going from there that kind of talking touching the what we're going to talk about today that's exactly what we want to talk about your child today 
Hey, we just find our way there. Uh, yeah, we talking about mindset because we feel like mindset is something we touched on in every episode and it's something that's really huge that we have to really focus on if we want to get where we trying to go in this entrepreneurial journey, part of this Black Wolf Renaissance. So with that being said, we kind of want to just kick it into it. And we want to talk about the mindset that you have to have to make money. Like that that money-making mindset, it all goes back to an abundance mindset because you can't want to make money and think you don't have enough money or there's not enough ways to make money. I never have money. Like, you can't be negative about money. Yeah. We got to stop thinking as money as being the root of all evil, too. Yeah. That's another thing that we got to stop thinking about. Maybe the love of money or, like, a hunger. I don't I don't know, but I, I just can't see it. Can't sit here and say it's the root of all evil. Going off of what we were talking about earlier, like, without money... <laughs> any of the, the different things or the people that we were talking about before, Slim Thug, Nipsey, Rick Ross, all of what they do requires money. So True. it's like, it's not so much that the money itself is evil. We have to change that mindset and get it to where we understand where the money is a tool. Definitely. You got to think of money as a tool to get, generate more money. Can't think of that something so I can go buy something or tools. You got to look at it as a financial tool to get you somewhere else. Right. And the somewhere else is always in the future. You always want to focus on the long term. I'm real, real huge when it comes to money. You got to believe in delayed gratification. Yeah. Like that's that's the way to use money as a tool. Whenever you like, you willing to delay the gratification of making that simple purchase that you just want to make every day. That's whenever you really start seeing the, the big benefits in money. Yeah. Yeah. An extra $50, $60 a month do, do some difference. Especially yeah. over the course of a year. Definitely. Uh, extra $50, 60 I saw, I kind of rewinding again to the, what I saw on my timeline. I was in a post uh, where a young lady was talking about her monthly maintenance. And she was spending between nails, hair, uh, just, just stuff of that nature. She was spending like $700 a month. What? And I'm like, you spending $700 a month? Do you know how many, like, you could purchase an asset with that. Like, that is crazy to be spending that type of money or get a business started with that. But you're spending that type of money on just on yourself. Not to say that you can't, you know, enjoy your money and, and spend money on yourself. But $700. On her appearance? Yeah, I promise. I'll show you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And that's, that's the difference in mentality. You gotta, you can't have that consumer mentality. Yeah, right. It's two you, type of mentalities. Consumer and investor. Choose which one you are. Choose wisely. Very wise. Oh, I was just about to say, shout out J. Cole, because that <laughs> dropped a year ago today. So that's fine. Oh, that really did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Kind of with that too, when it comes to that investor mindset, not more so just with the long term, you have to understand that investing involves risk. Mm. You cannot be scared to take a chance. Also another J. Cole, like, if you're scared yeah. to take a chance, how the fuck we gonna get rich? Hey, hey, we caught that one a lot. We really do. See, I don't know, J. Cole, like, we all fucking J. Cole. Yeah, yeah he, he resonates with us a lot. 
But I mean, like some people, and and like I can't completely be upset with the young lady because like some people don't understand that like that seven hundred dollars. What could I be doing? Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. So like, and, and I think that's more like what we were, you know, trying to get into today as far as like that money making mindset, you know, how do you get your money to start working for you, you know, and, and what type of ways you can start to get your money to purchase things for you to where you won't have to be coming out of pocket for it completely. But first we have to talk about that mindset, you know, you have to understand that you, your money is going to have to be the soldiers to go get the money for you. Go get more money for you. It, it can't just be all you. You can't be the only asset that you have. You know, you have to be able to allow your dollars. And I think that's where what David was saying comes into a lot of play with that delayed gratification. You have to be able to let the 700 that you have right now that you want to spend on your hair, your nails, all this other stuff. You have to be willing to put it into something that you might not see the fruits of your labor until like a year from now, two years from now. But you know that it's coming. Yeah, that's very true. Because I, I think the, one of the best things you can do, especially right now, if you do, you don't know what you want to invest in, get you an IRA. It might take forever for you to actually see the the benefits of it, but you know you're gonna get benefits for it whenever you do decide to retire. And even before you retire, you could, like we talked about this on episode you know, three. Yeah, retirement episode. You can self-direct your IRA and then use that money later to invest in real estate. Like yeah. it's it's different ways that you can invest with IRAs and just it's ways with delayed gratification. Like I said, that extra fifty, sixty dollars a month can go a long way. A long way. Definitely. I like I like how you're talking about making your money work for you versus having like working for money. Like there's a difference between earned income and passive income. There's two, two different types of income you have. Earned income, obviously, that's where you work for your money. You put your hard-earned time, that sweat equity, that's where you get that from. And your passive income, that's where you make money while you're sleeping. That's that's like that, <laughs> that's that, that's nice that money, money that, that's going to come in every time. And that's whenever you have your money working for you. That nail box. Were you able to wake up and see see that you got money, more money in your bank account, at while you were asleep? That, that's the best feeling ever. You ain't did nothing. You, you just woke up, looked at your phone, and said, "Damn, <laughs> I made one hundred and thirty dollars while I was sleeping." But you know what? Though I can't even say you did nothing. You planted that seed, and now you just reaping the fruit. Yeah, and a, a lot of the times it's the work that you got to do on the front end, and then it start coming in. So sometimes, like like David said, that delayed gratification. You might have to put in that work on the front end. You like he said, save that money, then you invest a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, 
But once that money start coming in and you start getting your return on investment, you're gonna be like, oh, this is pretty nice. I wish I'd have been done this. Like, I wish I'd have been thought about this. And then once you unlock that, it's just so many more factors that can come into play. And like, uh, from reading, I've always heard like, the hardest part is making your first major investment, like your first major capital. Once you learn how to make your money, make money for you, the sky's the limit. I also want to go, go back to talking about the risk. Uh, one thing I did hear about recently, and it, and it made it resonated with me, was if you feel comfortable making that investment, you're not taking enough risk. Ooh. You got to gotta, you gotta feel a little une, uneasy about it. You got to have a little bit more, a little bit more risk in it. So where you, you're not 100% comfortable, but you feel like maybe it might be a good investment, but you're not 100% sure. That, that's when you're taking a little of risk in it. And don't, don't take the risk thing like a bad thing. It's, it's, it's okay to fail. Because the, the failure, look at failures just as a way to correct something. Well, you know but what? Look, I'm not going to invest in that no more. I'm not going to invest it the way I did before. Just correct the way you did it. it with like mentioning risk, we, failure with risk is not always 100% necessary. Like, don't get me wrong, you're going to have to bump your head a few times, but you also got to understand that whenever you're taking risks, you have to manage them risks. Like, you have to take those risks and make sure that you're making a wise investment. You have to understand. Like, you don't, whenever you go into an investment, you want to really try your best to understand what you're investing into. Like, how much money is it actually going to make? Things of that nature. Like, you have to try to find investments that are going to be not a guaranteed return, but have a higher probability of return than say, like uh, I'm a big richest man in Babylon guy. A dude, his first investment, he gave a jeweler um, like all his life savings to go build a house in a foreign, no, a, a, a house builder to go buy jewels in a foreign country. And when he came back, he lost all his money because they gave him fake jewels. Don't make those type of decisions. Like, don't yeah, believe the hype. Don't just run with whatever anyone tells you. You have to go and do that due diligence yourself and make sure you're managing the risk. Yeah. And and when we say managing the risk and, and educating yourself about how you're investing, it doesn't always have to be, you know, um, doing it by, by trial, by fire. You know, you can go and you can read. You know, there are a lot of free resources that are out there. And even if you do want to pay for resources, there are courses. You can go read books. Your library is probably free. The internet, people tell folks all the time, it's free. YouTube, you can go on a lot of these different resources and find people that are already doing what you're talking about doing. And a lot of the time, they're already talking about it. And you can learn so that you you sort of hedge your risk by making sure that you understand what is already going on. I think one of the biggest things we have to talk about is like, when we talk about risk and investments, you people, a lot of people equate that to the stock market. And a lot of people say it's just gambling money, but it's really not. And I think one of the biggest things, you, like you were saying, you need to invest in yourself and you need to educate yourself and make sure you do due diligence in it. And one of the books that I read that helped me understand the stock market and how to invest was The Intelligent Investor uh, by, by Graham. I, I can't think of his first name. But um, that's that's a really good book for for if you are looking into getting into the stock market. I definitely advise, or anybody that's just looking to get into investments, definitely read that book. 
and it'll help you understand and help you do your due diligence of it. And make sure that's also another way to, uh, you know, protect your risk is making sure like I, I think that's what we were kind of talking about before. It, excuse me, making sure that you you don't overspend when you're making your first investment, when you're making those first few investments. Don't uh, make an investment that's going to cripple you. Make one that's, if you do lose, you'll lose that amount of money, but you'll learn from it and it can be something that won't, you know, set you up to where you won't be able to pay your, you know, your bills next month or something like that. Yeah, you got to be comfortable with whatever you invest in to take a loss. And that's kind of really the whole thing with the risk. That's the risk. Yeah, You have to be comfortable with losing with what you have. And in order for you to do that, a necessary component of your mindset is that you have to live below your means. Yeah. You really have to like put that in your head yeah. that, yes, I have this amount of money, but that, that money is for I something. To, yeah. yeah, I don't have to spend that. That money's for something else. That money's for my future. Mm-hmm. And it's not about how much you make. It's about how much you save man it's not how much you spend how much you got this or whatever it's how much you save it's called cash flow from every month so like it's your expenses minus your income income minus expenses that equals your cash flow and that's how you figure out how much money you're spending or saving each month cash flow can either be negative or positive you got positive cash flow you're saving negative you're spending way too much so you can have either or, so that's something that you have to think about. And and that that varies from person to person. You may have to hop in and look at your, uh, you know, look at how much money you have and figure that out. You know, so figure out what bills you already have. All right, uh, your car note is costing you a certain amount. Bills are costing you a certain amount. Can you afford to save an extra two hundred dollars before you start spending your money out of each check? You know, you have to try to figure those types of things out. Yeah. But I mean, even even with that, and once you start creating a budget, you uh, you even still need to find out ways to create more money and get more money coming in. So that might also be something else that we need to talk about too, guys. It's like, what are other ways to make money so that I can increase my cash flow? Man, 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 man. There are a million ways to make money. You just gotta know how and be able to look for it. This is one of the biggest things we always talk about with this economic tidal wave. Now is the absolute best time to be any shape or form of an entrepreneur, yeah. especially if you're focusing on the internet, because there are people who are virtual assistants who are making six figures a year. There are people who just copyright and they make they making money. Like you can make so much money on the internet, and there's so many ways that you can get it. You just have to take the time to be committed to learn a skill. Right, Thanks. and that, that that's very true. And a lot of the skills that that will make you money again. I am the big resource person. There's a lot of them that have free resources. You can go on, um, I know several different things, like you mentioned copyright. Uh, They have SEO classes. Uh, They have copywriting classes. Um, I'm Google AdWords certified, and I got that for free. Like you can, um, Google AdWords has a whole course that you, um, (laughs) like people have all types of stuff. You can learn how to, um, Shopify, I know, which is a very popular platform. They're not paying us, uh, but a very popular platform that people use to make websites. Folks can go, they don't know, a lot of people don't know about Shopify Partner, which you can go under, which is a program that teaches you how to build websites. They teach you how to make the money from them and from you building websites for other people. So it's like, there are a million different ways out here to learn how to build up a skill 
for free that will make you more money. Hey, do you have bad credit and minimal capital and want to get started in real estate? Hi, my name is Sharnice. And I'm Byron. And we are the Mobile Home Elite Investors. If you are a newer seasoned investor and looking to invest as low as $5,000 and see returns between 100% upwards to 500% return on investment, we have a course for you. Our Elite e-course gives you all the secrets and strategies you need to become a successful mobile home investor. Find us on www.mobilehomeeliteinvestors.com. See you soon. And Jay, can you actually go uh, go into like definition of what what an SEO is? Uh, okay, so SEO is like search engine optimization, basically, or that's what it stands for. Basically, it's how do you rank on Google? Um, how is your website as far as uh, the pictures, the words, what you're saying, and what your content is supposed to be about? How does that rank as far as relevance in the search engine that is Google? And well, so. It's not just Google. It's search engines in general because okay. Google not the only search engine. You're True, right. But. You're right. I'm sorry. That's the most popular one. I just uh, Google AdWords. That that was how yeah. I learned uh, with the AdWords. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, you know so another free program. It is. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> Google AdWords. I learned all of that stuff for free. So like you can go on there and um. But yeah, so SEO. All a bunch of every website needs SEO. If you plan to pop up on Google, you need SEO. So with that being said, if you were a person that was looking for an opportunity for a way to make money, go learn some SEO skills. Everybody and their mama got a website. If they want to be an entrepreneur, if they want to have you know any type of business that has internet presence, they have a website. I guarantee you nine times out of 10, or at least eight times out of 10, most of them don't know anything about SEO. You can be that hero that gets them ranked on Google or any other search engine. I like Google. It's Professor Google, if you ask me. Google is the whole reason I passed college. Definitely. <laughs> Google and big ups. <laughs> Professor Google and YouTube University. Shout out to them. <laughs> but yeah, also with making money, uh, kind of to segue kind of from what Jared said, whenever you're doing stuff like that, you're learning the skill. Once We always the front end, back end guys. Yeah. On the front end, you learn the skills. And then on the back end, you pr- you learn the skills and provide free value once you learn the skills. You don't just take the skills and hold them in and market yourself. You take the skills and provide some free value. You got to give somebody, you got to give people something for free. That's the only reason they're going to come around. Right. But because they like you so much for free, they want to do business with you. And when he says do something for free, he don't mean like just run your whole business for free. Like, Know your worth and know your value too. Yeah. Because you don't want to just, if you're really good at something, just go doing it for free for everybody. Then everybody gonna start taking advantage of it. But whenever he mean like build value, if you are like into search engine optimization, you could probably go on different folks who have like Instagram accounts or who have websites and say, hey, I can show you how to get this. I can show you how to get to this next level. Here's some examples I can give you. Now let me put the work in and let me show you how to get to that next level. And then even switching up a craft, I saw something else on uh, just on Twitter the other day that I thought was pretty cool. This guy, um, I think he was showing a house or something like that, but he said randomly this photographer just popped up and he offered to take all the pictures for him, took pictures for him, did a video for him, all this different stuff. He provided that free value 
and it was he didn't he didn't have to pay him or anything but via that now the guy says oh yeah i'm booking that kid to do everything for me. so now for him doing one free photo shoot showing him how i can do you know what are my skills now he wants him to pay he now he wants to pay him to do everything else so it's like that i, that, I think that's another good example of how you can provide free value for somebody that won't per se hurt you but it can definitely propel your business to the next level yeah Definitely. I think also after you provide that free value, you start getting business rolling. You can start how you how you can manage your intellectual property. So maybe it's it's learning SEO. So now you know the ins and outs of SEO. So you create a book. So now that's you start selling a, a, or you maybe even giving it away for free, like I'm still with the free value to start another business. Uh, but that's your intellectual property. You have the rights to that, and that that generates income without you having to do any work. Usually the front end work of it. Yeah. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's some good way to make money, too, like intellectual property. Whenever he said that, uh, some examples I would give is like ebooks or even a book in general. Or if you have a great idea, you know how like you go on Shark Tank, you see people on Shark Tank, they go and they pitch their idea they're getting royalties from pitching that idea. That's their intellectual property. They thought of that. So if you even come up with a concept, got a great concept, you don't know how to get it working or whatever. First thing I would say is patent it so you know it's yours. So people can't take it from you. Then I would go out and try, try to find someone who can help me bring this to fruition. That patenting stuff, that's a major, major thing. We have an unfortunate example of what something happened to one of our followers. Uh, he promoted on the page the uh, the weed ring guy. I had asked him because like I, I like I looked at it and I was like, man, this is really genius, bro. Like, not everybody will want it, but people would buy that. Like, it's a it's a pretty cool little invention. And I asked him if he patented it, and he didn't. And Raw made their own. Mm, yeah, yeah. The Kush rings. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta know how to protect yourself too. Especially when it comes to stuff like that, like intellectual property, you gotta know how to protect yourself. Yeah, that may have to be another topic we hop on another time to kind of go over how to protect yourself. Yeah, yeah. But from there, like with the protecting yourself, it all comes back to another thing that we really want to get into. It's about keeping your money. Jalen had mentioned it earlier. It's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep. So we want to get into ways to save money again. Um, just to kind of reiterate to y'all that budgeting is necessary. Yeah. Like it's a necessary component of that. Budgeting is not a restriction upon you. It provides you the freedom to do what you want to do. That's the mentality you kind of have to have on that. Yeah, um, I actually heard a quote from a musician. He was like, I have freedom because I have discipline. That discipline that I instill in myself allows me to have freedom. That discipline is like on the front end where I'm saying I'm not going to spend this money. But then a year from now, I'm in Bora Bora on the beach in a, in a uh, I forgot what they call, man. The little houses, the huts on the water, though. Like, it's because really? <laughs> it's because I was able to sacrifice on the front end and have that discipline. Now I have the freedom to go do whatever I want to do. That's something I always think about. That discipline can take you a long way. 
Definitely, definitely. I think one of the biggest things is when you're keeping money, you gotta know that when you, especially when you're starting your business, you need to reinvest right back in it. It's not taking the money out as soon as you get it. And let me, oh, I want to buy that new car that I always wanted. You know, I want to keep reinvesting it, reinvest and grow your business first. You know, there's a lot of people that are millionaires and billionaires that that grew their business. They didn't take their first check till they grew about five years from now from their business. You know, you got to think about that. They, these guys were reinvesting and reinvesting. That's how they actually grew to be that big. Yeah, I, I, I learned that via shout out Erica Classy Climb. You know, uh, people try to cash out Big Willie style. That's what she call it. Yeah, <laughs> like cash out Big Willie style. Yeah, man, you got to make sure when you're making those first few profits that you're, you know, you reinvest in the business and that you're making sure that you're budgeting for growth. You know, because the thing is, is if you don't put more money back into the business and make sure that you budget so that you can grow and so that you have money for, you know, advertising and different things that you may need, then your business will continue to suffer or it'll be at least, or excuse me, it'll start to become a burden on you because you'll be taking money out of your own personal funds to make the business grow when the business should, after a certain point, start to self-sustain itself. And I, I kind of broke that down to, um, to a friend of mine as an example of like having a baby. So it's like when you have a, a baby and it's, you know, one to six years old, you know, you can't have the baby out here or five years old, you can't have a baby out here trying to wash dishes and stuff like that. You got to keep taking care of that baby. You got to keep putting into that baby. Your business has to be your baby. And then once it's 18 and full grown and walking around, then it's going to take care of you. But it's like, you have to get it going first. You know, you have to take care and put a lot into it first. Oh, I like that analogy, bro. That was yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> to be your baby. Yeah. Got to treat the business as the baby. And another thing with like how to keep your money would be one setting up like a savings account. And it's um, from Richest Man in Babylon. It's actually a principle. It's called the 70-20-10 principle um, where you live off of 70% of your income. That's like your means, that's your living, that's your bills, all of that. And then you have 20% where you pay your debts, which are your credit cards or whatever you owe to somebody. And then you have 10% that you save no matter what. You're going to treat it as a bill too. A thousand, you make $1,000 every check. You save $100 every time you get paid. You take $200, you pay your credit cards, whatever debts you have that you owe on it. You pay those down and then the rest of that 70%, that's what you actually sustain yourself with. That's how you're going to get around. That's how you're going to make it through. And that type of budgeting can take you pretty far because now you're putting money aside. You're putting a little rainy day money. If you're doing your 20% right, your debts should slowly start to decrease and then it's something called a snowball effect where once you pay down one of the debts, you take that money and then you start to double it and you pay down another debt and then you just keep on paying it down to where you eventually become debt free. And now instead of having to use that 20% on a debt, that's, that becomes 90%. You can either save the 20 or you can add that to your your spend. And I, I think that's that's like really big, especially when it comes to like people first starting to try to invest or first starting to get their business going. Because a lot of people, especially I see this on the page all the time, they'll comment, you know, how am I supposed to be able to afford that? Or where am I going to get this money from? The first place you need to check that, that's probably taking your money is your debts. 
So like, if you can start to figure out how am I gonna budget to where I can start knocking out some of these liabilities that are eating up the majority of my check before I even see it, then you can start to realize more of your check and you can have more to save, more to invest, more to do with. Exactly. I think that's something that we posted. We posted on the page recently this week about how if you can't manage ten thousand dollars, how you can think you're gonna manage a hundred thousand? You gotta have a budget somewhere to figure out where your money's going. You gotta learn how to how to manage it first before you can get a upscale it and get more. Yeah. Now also something else I kind of wanted to mention on the page, kind of with the savings and checkers account. There are a lot of online banks that offer really high interest rates on these checkers and savings accounts. That, so those are some we put it on the page earlier in the week. There's something else to look into for people. Like they have minimums and stuff and requirements. But if you want to get a bigger return on say your check every month you can put it in a credit union that's online and get like a 4.25% return. Yeah. Like a 500 deposit every dollar deposit every month and using your checking account 10 times. Hey, shout out to Ally. We're not sponsored by them, but they do a great business over there on ally.com. I use them. They have a high interest checking account for you looking in for that. But like 2.5 something? Uh, I think my, I think it went up to 2.75, I believe. See? Yeah. I actually had a dude that did my taxes. He asked me, he was like, man, how are you getting so much so much money back on your, your uh, savings account? So, man, you need to open up an account with Ally. You know, you got these high interest accounts. He said, man, I'm using Chase and I'm going to give me maybe 1%. You man, know? Chase isn't giving you 1%, bro. They're giving you fractions of a percent. Fractions of you like, like, most major banks less, are going to give less you. Less than a percent. But uh, I know, hey, another, another way that I heard about as far as saving money and how to keep my money would be, uh, I think Kelly, you were telling me about it with, with Dave Ramsey about like separating accounts and like even with the, the example he did with the envelopes and stuff like that. Yeah, Can you definitely. Kind of like get him an example with that too. So I, I have separated accounts. So I have two savings accounts. I have one saving account for investing. I have one saving account for basically my uh, emergency fund. And then I have multiple checking accounts. So one's for my spending, right? So I, I budget out where some like part of my check uh goes into that and only so much of it so maybe like it's, it's i don't give know the perfect percentage but it's like 400 dollars goes straight into my account and that's for me my spending for the for the two weeks right and then after that you go into the other checkings account and those are for strictly for investing and so and i got a certain percentage going to one savings account for investing one savings account for with uh, retirement and then one savings account for uh, emergency fund. So it's good to have different retirement with different savings accounts so you can uh, so you can invest and make sure that uh, that you're growing your money and make sure that you are budgeting. That's one way to budget without having to write everything down. You just have separate accounts and you only allow yourself to spend out of one account and separate the rest of that money. And don't have easy access. That's another good thing about having online banks. I can't just go to the bank and just pull it out real quick. You know, it, it, it takes a little bit of effort, but it's not too much. So it's not a hassle whenever you have to take it out, though. And kind of from there, I kind of want to go into what's kind of funding that at the time being, because like thinking about us, where we are in our journey right now, we all are either in a nine to five or searching for a nine to five and we are using that income to furnish that those things and yeah. that's one thing i really wanted to get in on was how you have to let your business grow using the funds from your business like i like kelly had mentioned earlier 
And to do that, you have to keep a nine to five. You have to keep a job. You have to keep some form of income coming in because banks aren't going to give you a loan or like find, nobody's going to want to finance you if you're just starting out a business and yeah. you don't have a stable source of income. Y'all even have any track records? Do you have not proven yourself to be able to sustain with money or whatever? They're not giving it to you. They're not. Like, it's one of those things. You Would you give your money to someone who you would, who you didn't, who doesn't have a track record of returning money? Or they don't even have a job? Like, how you gonna give me this money back? But I'm an entrepreneur. See, like, it, it's one of those things. I think nine to fives really get shitted on a lot in terms of, like, the whole internet fear and stuff. But it's a necessary part of your journey for most people. I'm not gonna say for everyone, but for most people it is. Because you have to find a way to fund your businesses while getting them off the ground. And I'd say dang near, in, in my opinion, almost everybody. Cause I, I look at somebody like House Buying Brian, who I've been following for a little while. And like, I think he had been wholesaling, I know for two plus years, you know, two, three plus years. And he was making really good money off of it and just got, just retired. You know, like just stop going to his nine to five, and he was making great money off of wholesaling. So if he is making wholesale money, and he's and you know speaking at events and stuff like that, and he's still working his nine to five, what makes you think just because your business your business generated five hundred dollars last month that you need to quit? No, yeah. you still need that nine to five so that you can get it up to you know a better point to where it can produce even more money. Like I said, you don't want to be that parent that got your seven year old out here trying to do all the work for you. Like, you need to keep putting in and let that child grow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, also, shout out to O'Neal, man. O'Neal's another dude, a testament to that. Neil got a nine to five, go to his nine to five, and does this real estate thing for real. Yeah. My dude, 25 with plus 25 properties. So, like, just think about that. And still go to a job. And still go to his job. Message. <laughs> <laughs> It's a grind, man. It's definitely a grind. Nobody said it was gonna be easy, though. But the payoff will be worth it. You know, once you once you get your business up to a point where it's sustaining itself, you're not having to put more, any more money into it, and it's generating enough income to where you can take money out of it, and it's not hurting the business. Then you're then you win it. Now you back to that point that we was talking about earlier in the episode, where you just look rolling off, looking at your phone in the morning, like, oh dang, I didn't even know where did that thousand come from. You know, where did that 3000 go from? I did want to mention this last point, this last little bit, uh, especially I think all, all of us can can relate to how, you know, how Blackwell's Renaissance is really, really early in its stages and how what motivates us is how we think, how we know it's going to be bigger in the future. Yeah, That's, what, that's yeah. what's motivating us is, is it's early in the stages and it's providing great, it's doing great for itself right now, but we're excited for what's going to happen in the future how it's growing and that's yeah. what you need to focus on not necessarily what's going on right now you may not, you may not be making any money right now but think about what you're going to be doing in the future these are just a foundation for you so you can build your your house only as strong as the foundation you're building on yeah sure and that's why it's so important to have that long-term mentality well everybody uh we go go ahead and wrap up episode six of the podcast. So, oh man episode seven of the podcast Episode well, I apologize. <laughs> well, yeah, man. Uh, Jalen and I actually got to get rolling. We got to go to the the seller meeting. Yes, yeah, so uh, we're about to have to head out, guys. But 
always, 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 y'all, check out the merch shop. You see, we got our merch on, me and Jalen, cash flow shirt, Renaissance tee. Show them the tag on the back. Show them the tag on the back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, y'all, make sure y'all check us out on uh, YouTube. We just launched a YouTube. Um, BlackWealthRenaissance.com is up. Go to check out the website, BlackWealthRenaissance.com. Yeah. We got, we got budgeting tools. We got finance tools. Just check it out, man. We got all kind of cash. Real estate directory. Yeah. Realtor directory, sorry. We got the the courses. We got a few courses up there. We got the Notary Business School, uh, Mobile Home Elite Investors, uh, the Wealth Culture, and then a budgeting course. Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all check that out. We trying to provide y'all with these tools for attaining and maintaining these this wealth. Yeah. Uh, cannot forget y'all. Like, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, let us know what y'all want to hear. Yeah. Like, let us know what y'all want us to talk about. Like, just help us grow as a podcast. Like, we just want to spread the message and and hopefully give y'all some insight on some things. And yeah, man. Thanks, oh, this yeah. is Black Wealth of Renaissance. Signing out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.